0: Hey guys, it's just a fight.
1: Hey what's going on guys? Here at the Swamp, get ready to beat LSU. Y'all tune in to Rule Number
2: One podcast on Monday
0: episode 17 partner we're still going and we got a really cool one here tonight
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we've been uh we've been talking about this one for a while um we mentioned you know a couple couple little snippets a couple teasers about this guy um i grew up with this next uh next next guest we went to high school together um had a lot of cool stories and uh without further ado mccoy moore is on tonight what's
2: up everybody
1: (laughs) Ah, yes so for uh for all y'all that don't know, McCoy is a uh, singer songwriter. He lives in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, he's got several songs on Apple Music and Spotify. Um, oh yeah! So uh, we're, we're super excited to have him on. Yeah,
0: man, McCoy, you've been one of like our marquee guys, like from the start. Like well, we I appreciate that. Yeah, when we like set out, like all right, we want to do like an interview based podcast. Like, who are some people that we know that? We'll draw some attention. He shot you out first off rip. I was like, all right, man, we're going, we're going to do a little time before. We're going to prove ourselves before we get uh, get somebody like him on.
2: Yeah, I was like, I got a guy. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, I'm, I'm always happy to be here with some good old boys. That's oh all about God, I
1: just love hearing his voice in this mic,
0: too. It's uh,
1: <laughs> it's funny because uh, a lot of our, you know, bigger name people that we've had on, um, friends like Jake Fox and uh, Forrest. Oh, yeah. He's a GA at uh, Tennessee. Um, and McCoy, we all went to high school together. So it's kind of cool to, uh, you know, we're all out of high school now and we look back and look at some of all these successful people that we all went to school with. So it's, uh, it's super cool, but
0: LCS tree right there for you. (laughs) Exactly. Sometimes
1: I claim it. Sometimes I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, a little backstory, you know, like I said, McCoy, um, and I met in high school and, uh, You, uh, I graduated, I was a year above McCoy, um, yep. and you ended up, you dropped out and then finished
2: online, didn't you, your senior year? So I got multiple detentions in a week for my beard, <laughs> <laughs> and so I went home and I was like, Mom, I'm not going back. And so that's kind of what sparked it. I left. I didn't drop out necessarily, but I left, and then I started doing homeschooling, and that's when I started playing guitar and stuff.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, that's the start right there. That's the start. That, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the main stories, and I, I tell people about it, and they were like, you know, how was McCoy in high school, whatever, this and that? And one of the main things I always remember, you always get in trouble for his beard because we couldn't have certain, uh, we always had to shave our, like, facial hair off at school. Crazy. And, uh, and another thing is in study hall, we had a study hall class, and there was a back room, <laughs> and, uh, and McCoy, McCoy just started getting into, like, um, singing and doing covers and stuff, and he would always bring his guitar to school and uh, and in this back room, McCoy would always be, like, by himself or whatever, and he would be singing and playing his guitar, and we're all, like, studying or whatever, and they were like, would that guy shut up? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, like... like- I, I like it. I'll be, let the guy do his yeah. thing. And there and, were
2: very few supportive people at that point, <laughs> for sure.
1: Yeah. And I, uh, I always thought that was funny. I was like, McCoy was always in the corner room, just playing his guitar. And people were like, this guy sucks. Like he's not that good. And then look at him now, you know, he's in Nashville, Tennessee recording songs. So I wasn't, was uh,
2: I wasn't like Nathan. I couldn't make the baseball team. So,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now that you guys have a little backstory on our guy McCoy here, we ask, All of our guests, this question off the top of the episode. McCoy, I know you're in the music industry. You're up in Nashville. So it might affect your response here. What is your number one rule to live by?
2: Um, I mean, my my rule to live by has probably changed in the last couple of years just because life has changed a bunch for me. But the one thing that, like, sticks out to me is I've always told myself, like, if you love it, make it work. And if it feels like work, you don't love it. And that's kind of been my, my motto for a while. Because it's hard to, when you're chasing something that you don't know what the outcome will be, it's hard to, like, see the end goal. Yeah. But that's the thing that I've been trying to get better at is just knowing that the end goal will never, I'll never reach it because I always need to put something ahead of it so I can just keep going. And that's pretty much it. That's yeah, all I dude, about. that's I, love I that. like that. Yeah, it's
1: almost like you're never satisfied, so you're always reaching and trying to oh, better yeah. yourself every but single time.
0: He's not, he's not, you know, drugged down by work either. He's doing yeah. stuff that he's you he love, man. Like that's what you got to do. If not, you're gonna be, you know, punching the time clock, dragging right. your knuckles every day, <laughs> and you ain't gonna exactly. you ain't gonna be too happy doing that
3: kind
2: of stuff. Absolutely. If so, you don't, if you don't love it, you'll never, uh, you'll never want to do it. So yeah, I exactly. definitely love what I do. Exactly.
1: Um, so tell us a little bit about, you know, we mentioned, you know, you starting covers um, in high school and everything. Um, how did you make that jump where you were like, all right, you know what, I'm going to Nashville. Like, how do you go from, you know, doing covers on your Instagram to, you know what, I think I'm going to pick up and move, you know, across the country.
2: Um, really, it was just a songwriting thing. Like, I always did poetry when I was younger. Like, I've won some, like, small county awards or something <laughs> for like poetry and i didn't know what any of it meant i was just rhyming words but then when i started playing guitar i wanted to put words to it so i i would sit at my house and i was homeschooled for the last year so i would sit at the house and try to make songs up and do all this stuff but <laughs> i just started meeting people gradually that were in the industry i'd reach out to people that didn't have a clue who I was, <laughs> but I was still trying, you know. But I did that, and the songwriting thing was what really took me like there. When right. I when I went up there and I got to write songs with people that were already there and already had a fire for it, that's when I was like, man, I don't I don't see myself doing anything else, you know. That's awesome. So that's that's, that's where it changed for me. That's a God
0: given talent, being able to like, thank you, man. Like the write songs, man. It's it's hard. You, I'm a, I have a really creative mind. So like sometimes Absolutely. I get bored. I hear like two coats, uh, Tyler Childers on his latest album. It's uh-huh. just an inter- instrumental on my phone. I have lyrics right written out. Like <laughs> I get bored and do it too, but it's hard, man. Like when I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I draw a blank. Absolutely. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a it's a muscle, as is anything, but it's a uh, it's great, man. Once you once you really get into it and like figure out. I mean, I never thought I would use grammar. And in, in my life, it's really. yeah. <laughs> like you never think you're yeah. going to use a math equation. Yeah. But when I started doing it and actually like getting down to the like the nitty gritty of it was when I was like, man, there's nothing better than this. It was fun. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Look at this guy. I mean, got the nothing fancy hat on. He looks he looks like Hardy a little bit yeah, with the glasses. Does. I like it. It's a good look, it. man. It's a good look. I love it. I love it.
2: I'm new to the glasses, by the way. These just got on my face a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> still learning how to do that too.
0: So you moved up to Nashville. How old were you? Like
2: what uh I moved when I was nineteen. <sighs> you
0: so. know our last guest, Aditya, moved. To the United States from Indonesia when he was twenty. So like I can't oh, like I respect you. I gave props to him for sure for like yeah. following his dreams. He left his country, dude. Like props to you. You're nineteen, leaving Polk County. Like, we you. know how things are around Polk County. It's yeah. oh, it's yeah. as small as it can get, for and sure. as rural as it can get. And you go to to like pretty much Hollywood of the East.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's <laughs> the best way to put it.
0: And like at nineteen, I just can't imagine like. What, what was what was the was it a culture shock? Like
2: It did... was the biggest thing that I realized is it's it's a bunch of small town people in a big city. Okay. So you go there and there's guys just like me and guys <laughs> that you two would get along with. Yeah. And you would have no idea, but when you get there and you hang out with people, it's the same people that are just like us that want to go drink beer on a Friday night and go to work on Monday through Friday morning, you know? Yeah. Like, there's nothing different about anybody up there. We just do the same thing everybody else does here. <laughs> really. That's That's awesome. cool.
0: So, like, you didn't get, like, how, man, I, I'm picturing myself at 19 and somebody telling me, hey,
1: you're going to Nashville to do this.
0: <laughs> I I shit myself. Like, yeah, I wouldn't know yeah, <laughs> what to do. Like,
1: yeah, I did you have, like, any connections up there already? Or, you know, how'd you find a place to live? Or did you know anybody up there?
2: So... My now roommate, we've been roommates since I moved. I'm 21 now, so I've been up there for about two and a half years. Um, But my now roommate was, like, blowing up on Facebook. His name is Bryce Malton. But I I messaged him, and we kind of just connected, and he let me go crash on his couch, and that's how how that connection happened. Um, But I knew some people. Like, I had a great experience at some shows and stuff where I got to meet people that – Normally you wouldn't get to, so it's pretty. It's been pretty cool to me, but I did have a few connections and people helped me along the way when I didn't. When I didn't deserve it at all, I'm just yeah. a kid from Polk County, so it's like <laughs> they didn't have to do anything for me. But a lot of people helped me.
0: That's, I mean, that's cool. Bryce Maldwin, that's roommate now. Yeah, I've seen him before on yeah. TikTok. I guess yeah, when man, I was younger. Great. Yeah, he's he blew up. Man, that's so cool. That's Crazy so cool. It's,
2: it's such a small world, and he's man. From, he's from Webster. So, oh, okay, okay, yeah, just yeah. north of us. That's
1: a cool. Boys. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, So
2: right. you, uh,
1: you record a lot with um, Josh Phillips, don't you? Yeah, he's
2: a yeah, yeah. uh, he's making it too, isn't he? He's getting pretty yeah. big. So he stepped back from the artist thing and he's doing just songwriting stuff. Oh, okay, okay. So he's com- and he's very successful, very awesome. But he was, uh, he was also an early person that um, we actually met on Call of Duty. we were playing call of duty together and uh yeah so he would i would also go up there and go crash on his couch sometimes too and (laughs) just mess around dude have fires do all that stuff
0: what's your go-to system
2: like, what are you? Oh, I'm a PS five. Yeah, yeah. Respect. Guy, respect. Sure. I don't do that. Xbox me stuff. either. I just
1: can't. The controller just, yeah, um, no,
2: I don't No, I can't do it. Well, there's it goes, two <laughs> types of people in this world.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. It goes all the way back to the PlayStation two. Whenever you're young, you like, you Shoot. can't switch it up. Yeah, no, no what? shot. You, uh, actually funny story. So, um, oh. I remember, uh, McCoy, I called McCoy up one time and we, I think it was probably my freshman or sophomore year of college. And, uh, and you were like, hang on one second. And you were talking to me or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm, uh, I'm playing uh, video games with Chris Young right now. And, oh, uh, yeah. for, <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. for y'all that don't know, Chris Young's, yeah, you know, very established country, uh, country singer. Um, tell us about a little bit about, you know, some of the, you know, established singers that you know and have, yeah. you know, relationships with.
2: Um, really? So I met Chris through Josh Phillips. So Chris and Josh are really good buddies. We met through him. And we started playing video games and stuff, and I totally, like, I was still in shock, kind of, because I'm like, dude, holy crap, I listened to this guy, like, growing up. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also, like, Jake Owen has been a huge mentor for me. Uh, Since I moved to town, I was driving through Macon, Georgia. My mom was with me in the truck when I was moving. And uh, we had, I mean, we had 11 hours to just, like, actually talk about what I was getting into what's about to go on. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, uh, I posted this picture and it's me, my truck and my house down here in Florida. And I got a DM on Instagram and it was from Jake Owen. And he's like, uh, Hey man, what's your number? And I had never spoken to him. Right. And so I'm, I gave him my number. And then like two minutes later, I get a call and it's Jake and he's like, Hey man, this is going to be the best decision of your life. Uh, you need to be up here, all this stuff. And so that's how me and Jake got connected. And, to this day, he's still one of the best friends that I have, and man, he's always awesome. there for me on that's that crazy front. Dude, I,
0: I can't, like, every time you see Jake Owen, like, I'm just sitting myself, I'm, in my head, I'm kicked back, relaxed, and Daytona <laughs> on the Beach yeah. with a beer in my hand with Beach and playing yeah, right next right. to yeah,
2: me. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I'm still, this, I'm still the biggest <laughs> fan of Jake, too. I love his stuff, man.
1: So did he ever tell you, like, you know, how he found you, or it yeah. was just, you know— so funny it just came enough, across this page
2: or what? Have you so I assume you might have heard of Music Ranch in Lakeland? It's I think so. North Side, but deep north side. And I'm from the north side of Lakeland. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I, I used to go there for radio shows at ninety seven five all the time. Yeah. And so I went to a show when I was ten years old and I met Jake. Mm-hmm. And I was probably knee-high to a grasshopper, decked out in my camo jacket like we used to wear when <laughs> yeah. we were kids. Yeah, And there's a picture of me, my mom, and my brother with Jake. And so I remember I sent Jake this picture on Instagram one time. And, like, then the DM thing happened when I was driving there, and he basically, like, we talked about that picture, and he's like, dude, yeah, I saw that. And, like, I'm just – like, I just now got a chance to respond. What? Yeah. So it's literally because of a picture that I took when I was 10 with Jake. That's dude, awesome. that is weird. That is yeah, radical. dude, that's crazy, bro. Like Weird stuff.
0: I have a, I have a story like that, too. Can wait, I say Wait, wait, wait. So
1: he's gradu- yeah. gradually scrolling through his, like, DMs, and he's like, oh, here's a picture 10 years ago from a kid – And, oh, yeah, it turns out he's moving into Nashville, like, (laughs)
2: this week. So, I don't think it was that, That. like – I don't think it was that necessarily, but also, like, I knew that I I would tag – I would do covers on Instagram, like you were saying. So, I would – if I did a Jake cover, I'd tag Jake. If I did a Uh, Brooks and Dunn cover, I'd tag Brooks and Dunn. So, it was like I tagged him a few times, and he would uh, like my stuff. Well, then, that day that I was moving to Nashville – He followed me out of nowhere, and I was like, oh, dope. Yeah, dude, that's cool. That's that's pretty much how it happened. That's so cool. I
0: have a question about that, like the social media and stuff. Like... I get fan struck. I'm a big coetzel guy, like yeah. huge coetzel guy. I get fan struck when he likes my tweets. <laughs> it's not actually him liking my tweets, is it? Like, could be. Yeah. Could yeah? be though. No. You never really know. I, God, every time I get like, he's done it, like four times. I've kept track. Like I said, super fan.
3: <laughs> um, kept track. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. You gotta love free artist. I, one day
0: I hope he's in this. Like, I hope yeah. he's in this chair too. Like, <laughs> I love but it. um, every time he does it, I always screenshot it. I'm like, I either said it to him or I said it to somebody. Yeah, I just dude. I just wanted to know, like, do they, they actually like do their own social media or they
2: sometimes, but also they do have people for uh, okay. So it could be a totally random thing.
0: See, like, I feel like that happened. We went to uh Machine Gun Kelly, uh who was
2: all, all time low and Giovanni
0: uh, and the Hired Guts. Yep. Yeah. Oh god gotcha. not too long ago. And Gio said something on stage of like, we're here to like party, like, with a lot more explicit words. Um, (laughs) and... So he said that, and I tweeted it like at him. Like I'm here to party too, with like the same. And he liked it like right off the bat. So I was like, "Wait, wait a is second? He's he's still on stage. How's he? How do you like my? How do you yeah. like my tweet? Yeah,
1: see, that's what it's somebody <laughs> yeah. else for yeah. sure. Oh, oh, man, well, uh, I think uh, I think somebody you know liked one of my TikToks recently. Yeah. Um, uh, oh lord. Yeah. That's oh, big for him. Jeez, that's big for him. Should we get into that one. <laughs> You could keep it. You could keep it on the deal. Uh, uh, but, yeah.
2: <laughs> so,
1: so uh, I posted a TikTok not too long ago. Um, talking about Lainey Wilson and be like, oh, you know, Lainey Wilson, she's so pretty. If uh, y'all know what I'm talking about, we're, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we get it. We get and it. Uh, and um, I was telling a story to McCoy and you actually you've met Lainey before a couple times, haven't you? Yeah.
2: Um, me and her, we had we've had like previous connections. Back in Nashville, when I first started going up there, she was yeah. friends with a lot of people that I was friends with. And so I knew Lainey like years ago. We don't we don't talk much anymore. Yeah. But years ago, yeah, we were we were friends and um I haven't seen her in a while, but to see she's doing great and everybody <laughs> is did, in did, love with Lainey now. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: Got a side, you gotta you gotta text her by hey, you can give me a spot <laughs> yeah. on you know, like real. an extra spot or Dude, something. Dude, I'm the biggest Yellowstone fan <laughs> yeah, too. Oh,
2: yeah. So we when watch- you see Lainey on there, you're like Damn, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, did you
1: see who popped up uh, this past episode? Dale Brisby showed up yes, on uh, Yellowstone. I have not watched the Yellowstone oh, so We're we been... not going to ruin it for you. Yeah. You just did.
2: Uh, sorry. <laughs> he he yeah. didn't say anything. Yeah. He was literally a background guy. Yeah. Like, the totally. camera went by and Dale Brisby was like... "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> The world's um, best cowboy. Yeah. Literally.
0: Uh, what's... The one that threw me for a whirl. Nobody told me about this, and I can't believe social media didn't crack up over the Yellowstone episode. Is when Zach, uh, Zach Brian, yeah, closed the episode out with like a personal song or oh, yeah. one of the
2: episodes yep.
0: when he came on. My jaw dropped. Yeah. Like, Crazy. Two of my favorite things right there <laughs> on <laughs> <long>
3: screen. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude.
2: Yeah. I just feel like if you're gonna listen to Zach Brian, which I've listened to some of his stuff, but obviously, like when you're like, in music, you, you're you consumed by it. So you hear yeah. everything. So I haven't got, to, got a chance to listen to, like, all of his stuff front to back. But the stuff that I have listened to, I'm like, man, I feel like I should be, like, in Colorado sitting on a red <laughs> rock yeah. and just, like... In, engulfed in flames or something yeah. out there just crying my eyes <laughs> out it's crazy a,
1: i seen a tiktok and uh it was this you know just blue collar guy i think he was on like an oil rig or something and it was a zach bryan song uh playing in the background and he goes y'all boys smash a red bull and blast zach bryan on your way to work do you even try to be happy
3: <laughs> <laughs> you can't
0: be yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's like the music just puts you like it's good. It's okay to be there every now and then. That's headspace. But oh, yeah. Yeah. And I love, but uh, don't stay sad yeah, forever. Yeah, don't, don't stay sad. You know? Speaking of which, you know, we're talking about all these other guys' music. You, partner, released a new song not too long ago, didn't you? Yes, sir. You, you want to tell I the did. folks about
2: it? Yeah. So, this song's called Beer On Out, and it's uh it's a song that I wrote with Joe Lasher and Wesley Davis. And uh, we wrote it originally, and uh, I sent it to Jake, funny enough, and... um. He was like, dude, this song's awesome, blah, blah, blah. But then later on, I was like listening to the demo over again. And I'm like, man, this is kind of something that I would say. So that's what made me put it out. I was just like, dude, I want something that's fun and that's going to get people on their feet. And so I just I, I went out on a whim and put it out. It had been a while since I put music out. But, uh, yeah, it's called Beer On Out. You can check it out everywhere. It's on literally every service you can think of. So, <laughs> yeah. go check it out for sure. Yeah,
0: dude, it's a good one. It's a pop. I appreciate it. I, I feel like once the summer gets around and, you know, that kind of mood gets back, you oh, know, yeah. people yeah. aren't cooped up indoors. But, like, when you can get out and barbecue a little bit, you turn, <laughs> turn on Boy McCoy on listen to his song. Absolutely. I promise it's going to set the mood right Come for you. Come on, him. y'all. <laughs> so,
1: I, I see a lot of stuff whenever you're you're writing songs with other buddies. Um, So... Are I can say are you embracing more of like a songwriter role now rather than singer? Or you know, obviously you're gonna make your own music too, but
2: yeah, I mean I've just I moved to Nashville with the intention of being an artist. So my thing is I want to I want to be an artist. Like I would love to play in front of one person or thousands. Yeah, I don't care. Um and I have I have a ton of fun on stage. But one thing I did realize about myself is when you, when you really take time to look at the craft <laughs> of writing a song, you fall in love more so with that part of it. Right. Because I believe in song first. Like, if you don't have a good song, if, like, if say, Morgan Wallen, if, if he didn't have a good song to sing, he wouldn't sing it yeah and you can't you can't go up there and sing bad songs right. and think that people are gonna listen to them and love them. That's just the truth of it. So yeah, it starts with songs and that's why I want to say stuff that I would say. Mm-hmm. and that's why I write songs, but I, I I'm not, I haven't totally thrown away the whole like i'm gonna I'm not gonna put music out for this amount of time and do this and do that. like I'm gonna put songs out as I as I feel like they're what I would say. Mm-hmm. If I write something one day that I'm like, hey man, you know, this would be better for my buddy over here, or this yeah. would be better for this person, or we should send this to this guy. Then I'm fine with that too. I don't go into the room every day and be like, Hey man, I'm gonna write a song for me right, right today. I, I just don't feel like that's the way to do things for me.
0: That's it, something that kind of blew my mind though in the music industry. Like mm-hmm. with the songwriting, like I thought, you know, growing up, George Strait wrote all his songs. That it came straight from his hand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how yeah. I always pictured it. And, you know, it's crazy to think that, like, you know, so-and-so, oh, this song didn't work out for Kenny, but, you know, maybe Toby Keith can sing it or something oh, like yeah. that. Like, yeah. do you, I mean, have you had any songs, like, that's people we would know?
2: Um, I haven't had any, like, huge cuts. Um, I have one on uh, a Shane Prophet record. Okay. And you might not have heard of him yet, but he's on the radio. He's one of my good buddies. Um, Sorry. But yeah, he's one of my good buddies, and we actually met in a Bass Pro. And uh, ironic, <laughs> just like the true Polk <laughs> County boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a the song itself. He met uh, he met Chris Jansen in a sushi restaurant, Ooh. and uh, two weeks later, he had a publishing deal, which is for writing. Yeah. And wow. uh, about, uh, I mean, I guess six, seven months ago, he signed a record deal over at Big Machine, and so he's about to put out his first record, and I have a song on that. That's the only person on the radio that has cut one of my songs yet, Um, but I think 2023 will be a real good year. So (laughs) I'm looking forward to McCoy.
1: McCoy's a very modest guy, so I
2: feel like that might be a little snippet into the future. That gave
1: us. That was like he's, uh, but no. So now, if you don't mind me asking, and you can kind of. Beat around the bush if you don't want to answer this question. In terms of whenever you write a song, like, for instance, three people, and uh, say you, Josh Phil- Phillips, and Bryce Malden all write a song, and you're yep. all sitting around, whatever, and say, for instance, Morgan Wallen wants to sing it. Do y'all all get, like, for instance, a percentage of that money, or how does that work?
2: That's exactly how it works. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's kind of like everybody asks me all the time. They ask that question, but they never get it right. Yeah. They're always like, so do you sell that song to those people? Yeah. Do you sell that song to Morgan Whalen? <laughs> I'm a very business-minded person. Is Morgan Whalen going to record that song you wrote? No. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It's like we are we are the ones as songwriters, if I'm not writing for myself, that we'll send it to somebody if we think that it's right for them. And if they want to record it, they're doing us a solid yeah. yeah. recording the song now. Back when you had to go into a Walmart and pay for a whole album, mm-hmm. just like that's when you were making real good money because they didn't have any choice. They couldn't just buy the one song on iTunes or add the one song on Apple Music, whatever. So that's when you were making really good money. But it is a percentage-based thing now. So if it's a three-way, right, if you're signed to a publishing deal, the publisher will get a percentage of your percentage too. Oh, okay. So it's like... But publishers also have a job where they pitch songs, they do your calendar, they do all this different stuff that's way out of stuff that I could do <laughs> myself, you know. But, yeah, it's a percentage-based thing, and it's um, you'll get 33% if it's a three-way cut, uh, 50-50 if it's a two-way, you know, just yeah. stuff yeah. like that. It's a split, even split each way. So kind of along those lines,
1: I know, or I don't personally know, I've heard things where politics is very big in a national, like you kind of got to sell yourself and this and that. Um, between the guys, for instance, like you know, you got your Coetzel, Whiskey Myers, um, you know the guys what they call it, like punchier, you know, Underground. Texas style outlaw. guys, outlaw, yeah, right? outlaw, whatever. Yeah. Um, how do, how does that work between the two? You know, those guys are big on staying, um, like not record label type people, and then you got the Nashville people that are following more trends. You know, are there any crossovers, or you know, can you kind of explain
2: the difference between the two? So the difference between the two in my in my personal eyes is if you if you go to Nashville and you say hey I want to do this I want to do this I want to do this and like there is people there that are going to help you help you do that but if you're a guy down in Texas or if you're a guy out in wherever like and you want to do it on your own Cody Johnson did it for a little yeah. while but these guys they have undoubtable success so they can go in with a higher – I sold this many tickets this year. Yeah. I did this. I did ah, that. okay. And so they have pool in those rooms where you aren't going to tell me what I can do and what I can't do because I'm going to go sell tickets either way, whether you like right. it or not. And so that's the main difference in the two is, like, those guys can – they can do whatever they want to do down there for as long as they want to. But if they want to get on, like, the big – world mainstream tours yeah do all this stuff that's a different story like you well, gotta fit the mold right yeah well,
1: what about a guy like hardy because he hasn't he's not on a
2: record label is he yeah he is oh he is okay. he's, he's with big loud same same as morgan Wallen.
1: so if can you explain this though because whenever he sings the song um uh sell out whenever he was like wall to wall but i still ain't sold out yeah what does that mean because if he has a record label then he's sold out what i think he
2: means by that is like (laughs) the whole place the whole venue is like sold out it's wall to wall yeah Yeah. but he hasn't like he's still himself like he's making the music that he wants to make Okay. okay
1: because the whole time i'm thinking he's wall to wall got the whole thing packed out but he's not on a record label and i'm like
2: Oh, good for him. He's independent. (laughs) The whole time he's He's got a record label. (laughs) Uh,
1: I was like, I was thinking, I was like, if this guy doesn't have a record label, you know how much money he's making? Like, this is unreal.
2: Dude, I, and honestly, like, there is, there is parts of it where they're like, oh, you we got to get you a stylist and we got to do this and do that, which I haven't. yeah Yeah. but it's like um they get you all this stuff and they might like fancy up your clothes or whatever but your brand usually gets to stay as your brand like you don't have to change a bunch of stuff and well it's what's got you there i mean that's what turned heads so absolutely yeah so i think that's like It's it's not the record labels aren't like the devil, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I feel like my. I hate to go back to him, but I just know a lot about it because like I've read papers and stuff about it. But my man Co, he was dead set against. Like he was, I'm not going to sell out. I'm just going to keep doing my own thing. It's doing well. I just toured in Florida, and then like one day I get a notification on my phone co-wetzel signs with columbia records yeah and i'm like are you joking <laughs> like, and his first of course it's main or it's sell out like yeah, yeah that's just, his next album yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but you know i didn't know i didn't really notice like those guys like they're independent like that there's nobody you know you know taken out like oh, there's yeah. it's all theirs right. so if you can sell out a venue by yourself like why like why not go do it?
2: Absolutely. Well, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and you know the thing is, whenever I'm saying like talking about sellouts and stuff like that, I don't mean it like in a derogatory yeah. term. Yeah, because no. if they can, t- I mean, for instance, these companies, they can take you from you're doing well to all of a sudden you're like tripling <laughs> yeah. your money. Oh yeah, yeah, and because they they give you all kinds of exposure, they give you the resources you need.
2: Why would you not do it? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, but and, but if you're making like Co and those guys, they were they were doing fine on their own for yeah. sure. But at the same time, if you go into, like I was saying, if you go into a record label meeting and you're like, I'm not changing. If you want to enhance what I'm doing already, then we can work together. That's what those guys are doing. Because they are like, why, why would you not take more money to be the same person just on a bigger scale? Yeah. I, think, you know? I think
0: that was a part of his deal, too. Like, if I'm misunderstanding, if he's listening, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But um I <laughs> think you, Yeah, yeah I just think tweet that. I fine. think he <laughs> had, like, two albums where he could keep doing his, like, rock, punk, like you know, punk thing, country blend, whatever you want to call it. You don't really have a genre. Yeah. I want to call it punk. But in but the, the next two, a part of Columbia, I think has to be like country. Like, you, we signed you as a country artist now. Like, we want a country sound. And I'm pretty sure his next album is going to be a country sound, which I'm not, I mean, I'm a co fam. I'm not looking forward to that. I like the, you know, <laughs> I like the party hard. But it's just, I can't believe, you know, they have that kind of control.
1: Like, they, I mean, I guess they do when, when you, you sign die, when you, you? sign in your name yeah. on the dotted
2: yeah. line. I mean, you're handing over a lot of the reins for sure. Well, that's
1: that's what people are talking about whenever they sell. You know, oh, you're a sellout, whatever. It's because you're you are in a way giving up a little bit of control, and so well, I mean, you gotta it, you signed a piece of paper, but
0: the difference though is like I saw him at Janice Live. Don't get me wrong, Janice Live's a great
1: venue. Been there, yeah. Um,
0: when he was independent, but then like he signs with Columbia Records, and like the next year, I'm seeing him sell out. Like huge stadiums, like oh, out yeah. in Texas and Oklahoma, wow. and they did a freaking what you call it was a collab with Snoop Dogg, like Snoop
1: Dogg, oh, that's
0: bro. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my I think that
2: is badass. So
1: and like, and it was on four twenty. Yeah, so like,
3: true.
0: and I just I'm like, okay, well, you could either keep your money or you.
2: These guys could boost you. You start doing cool things like that. I'm going to sign the line too. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, like, say my job. My job is to go on stage and entertain people. And my job is also to go into a room and write a song that people would want to put their name on. You know, these people that you sign, like if you sign with a company, these are the people that are, this is their job. Their job is to put you with the best people that you can write with so yeah. I can go in and do my job right. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's, a, I, I just, I'm a fan of the whole, like, if it's the right place for you to be, then you need to do it and just go for it. Cause no matter what, if you don't have people helping you out along the way in any walk of life, any job, yeah. you're never going to get to where you could be, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that's a, I think that's it's where I would go.
1: So man, uh, we've talked about a lot of different things, but, uh, Let's talk about, you know, your
2: everyday life in Nashville. Like, what does your day look like? So, on a normal day, like, if I'm – if it's a Monday through Friday, I'm getting up at, like, 9 because most <laughs> writes start at 11. And, which, if it was up to me, I would like to write earlier just because yeah. it's, it's easier for me to get up and get my day started. But, yeah, they, uh, they usually start at 11, so I'll wake up at, like, 9, make a cup of coffee, Drink my coffee, go over song ideas, like if there's anything that I'm super excited about. And then, really, I just head on down to downtown, Music Row and stuff. And whatever publishing company I'm writing at that day, I'll go in there, catch up with buddies that are also writers or whatever. And, uh, yeah, then I'll write a song. It usually takes about uh, close to... An hour to four hours usually. You never really know. <laughs> I've written a song that took about six and a half one time, so it was not a not crazy in the room, but it was a it was a long day. Uh, but yeah, and then I usually just head home and I'll go over the songs like the songs that I've written the past week, or if I'm ending the week, I'll uh, I'll go through the songs that I wrote that week and just kind of check over them, see if there's anything I really love, and then. I'm a Call of Duty guy, so I play (laughs) Call of Duty a little bit, you know? Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much much all I do during the day, and then do it all over again the next.
1: (laughs) So in terms of, like, writing songs and everything, like, is there a – for instance, this sounds cliche, but like a Facebook group, uh, Facebook group where you're like, hey, like we're all meeting up here, but or is it like, you know, y'all have agents and y'all put together, like how does that work? Or do you just meet friends and you're like, we're meeting at Starbucks at this place or whatever?
2: So really it's like you find your core, when you're up there, it's like you find your core group of guys or your core group of friends that are like your people and, I'll if, if I'm close with somebody, I'll text them and be like, hey, man, um, let's write this day, this day, if it works for you. And uh, so sometimes you set them up. Sometimes you have to go through companies. Like if somebody signs a publishing deal – you try to get it right with them through the company instead of through them now because somebody else is doing their calendar. And if you mix, if, if it gets mixed up because one part they're doing their calendar and then they also have somebody at a company doing it, it can get a little squirrely there because you get double booked one day or this or that. Right. So it's it's kind of like based on, I guess, if you're close with somebody, you'll just text them and be like, hey, man, let's get a few dates. Um, but really, um, nowadays, it's it's all like publisher base. So okay. they'll do the calendar for you. And, uh, you're just, you basically show up and write your song. <laughs> <laughs> what a job. <laughs> I, love it. Right? I know. It's uh, fun. Yeah.
1: You mentioned, uh, call of duty. Um, you, you've had, uh, a couple of fun guys on uh, call of duty, hadn't you? Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. We, uh, we got a good little crew on there. Um, uh, Josh Phillips, Chris young. Uh, I've actually, uh, I, I jumped in a lobby one night and it was like Jason Aldean and Kane Brown oh, were in man. there. or Something that's cool, and it blew my mind because Kane is like, obviously, apart from being a dad and a husband and a country artist, if you sign him up for the MLG community, Major yeah. League Gaming, Gaming, my boy would crush it. Yeah, like, <laughs> I got in there and I'm getting smoked, dude. Like total, <laughs> I'm just getting torched by them. And so it's it's pretty crazy. You you meet a lot of people in the music industry on that game. It's cool because it's all like I guess it's just a small little songwriting community and You're stuff like, on the game, and yeah. we'll just chat. And
0: could you imagine? Do you like it like <laughs> <logging> on? <laughs> Oh, Jason Aldean, that's cool. I'm gonna Play with Jason Aldean
1: tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that blows my mind. Yeah. Like he he told me that uh, that one time. I, I called McCoy and I was like, I was like, hey, what you doing, man? And he uh, he was like, oh, hang on one second. And he was like, hey, Chris, hang on. He was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm playing with Chris Young right now. I'm <laughs> like, like oh, that blows you're you're my mind. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll call back later. That sounds pretty important. <laughs> y'all, uh, it was y'all, fun. Y'all
2: almost room together, didn't you, up there in Nashville? Um, not no, not real. We we never did. It was more um. I don't really know. I don't know <laughs>
0: what it was just like out there. No. I. Th- I,
1: I, I sorry, I, I could be wrong. I thought I heard you say that one time. I could be mistaken, but it's
2: okay. No. I, I never I was never gonna room with him, I don't think. It's a cool story though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I You should have just yeah. rolled with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, bro <laughs> I didn't know how
1: to roll with that one. For, for some reason I thought you did. Um but anyways, you know, so if you're out on the town, like what kind of the spots are you hitting, man? Yeah.
2: Um so my Nashville staple. If I if anybody comes to town, or if I have people that are like, "Hey man, I'm going to be in Nashville this week," I'm like, "All right, well, we're going to go to Red Door." Yeah, and Red Door's like, it's it's literally just like the local hangout where you it you never know who you're going to see. Like, you'll go. I know that if I go into Red Door at any given time, I could go in there at two p.m. on a Thursday, and I'm going to see somebody I know and so which cool. is so much fun because yeah. it's like they serve bush light it's like a big old porch if they had <laughs> rocking chairs it would be perfect case scenario, <laughs> for sure but yeah man it's uh it's pretty fun up there broadway is like the thing that everybody does but if you're going to go out on broadway um whiskey row uh kid rocks robert's western world for the 250 bush lights (laughs) oh there 250 bush lights oh yeah but special if you're looking to end your night in any way in nashville go to robert's they have a bologna sandwich fried bologna sandwich a bush light and a bag of chips for five bucks. Special deal.
1: Especially in Nashville, man. Yeah. Like, that stuff's expensive and it makes you feel like Polk County, doesn't it?
2: Dude, it makes you feel like you're literally sitting in Wild Gregg's.
0: <laughs> I, wonder, I, wonder many, I wonder how many, like, drunk bridesmaids and or the coop. and, like, yeah. the brides. End up eating the fried bologna sandwich, you know, on the night that they're going out and partying.
2: I mean, what a what a better way to like cap off a bachelorette party! Yeah, like <laughs> it's the best. When we come up to uh, to
1: visit you, I, I I definitely expect to get the bush light and bologna sandwich to end my night. Yeah.
2: I will uh, I will get us a um, nice swift Uber. Yeah. To, the, to the Robert's <laughs> West I love it. Uh, Especially love with it. those
0: prices, man. Exactly. It's going to be a dangerous yeah. night
2: right there. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, you go up and order six Bush lights, and it's like, what, I guess 15 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, yeah.
0: yeah, this is my yeah, place.
1: I'm in. I'm this in. is my place. Because <laughs> <laughs>
2: everywhere else, they're like $9. I'm like, dude, I'm not paying that. Sorry. For a yeah.
1: bush like you dang near can go get a case for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost.
2: Almost.
0: Yeah, I am going to check out some of the spots, man. Um, I've never I've never been to Nashville. It's on the bucket list. Definitely need to get up there one day it's and check it out. It's a crazy
2: place, dude. Dude, I, crazy. I,
0: I- There's so many celebrities that live there. I, I have one that comes to mind that I know that lives there because he's talked about it a lot. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. Have you ever seen Theo Vaughn? (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Yeah? I have. Oh, my gosh. So I went to a show, one of my best friends. His name is Nick Walsh. And he calls me and he's like, hey, dude, um, my buddy Jake Worthington uh, is going to – he's opening for Ernest at – I think it was Exit Inn or something in Nashville. And he's like, hey, man, uh, do you want to go to the show with me? I'm like, hell, yeah, I want to go. So – it was a rant. It was like a Thursday night or something, and I went and met up with Nick. Well, we're all hanging backstage, and it was uh, I guess Ernest's. It was his second show of that week uh, in Nashville, and we went to the show. And I'm just hanging out backstage with everybody and everything. And then the show starts, and Ernest comes on, and I see Theo Vaughn like walking out of the <laughs> like side stage area. And he's just chilling right behind me. And I'm like, okay, that's dope. Like, He's hilarious. And I listen to his podcast and everything. I
0: do too. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's
2: hilarious, dude. And so I I was just chilling, talking to him and talking to everybody on Ernest's team and everything. And then uh, all these people started seeing Theo on the side of the stage while Ernest was playing. And so people are like running up and asking to take pictures and everything and doing all this stuff. And so somebody came and asked me to stand in front of him. Like, ah, so that okay. way it kind of blocked the view and he could watch the show from the side of the stage. And I was like, heck yeah, I'll do it. So I'm standing there and all these people are coming up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, does that not ever get crazy? And he's like, man, I love it. Just keep letting them come <laughs> up here. And
0: I'm like, all right,
2: dude.
0: <laughs> oh, that was my, that was my next question before he Cause like, dude, that guy's he's sprayed broach. Mm-hmm. Like he's, It's crazy. And
2: guys, wild.
0: I was going to say, like, is he like that, you know, just chilling, watching a concert? Like, is it, or is it just an act?
2: Dude, I think that his whole life is like, and this is totally me as a consumer of his content. I'm like, dude, this is like a guy that just wants to have the most fun.
1: Yeah. If ever. all possible.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. Just have the best time out of anybody there. You know His yeah.
1: clips are insane yeah. of his podcast. Yeah. It's like there was a
2: it. random stuff. <laughs> he has this one quote on his podcast that I was watching. And I I don't know why, but I was driving down to Milledgeville, Georgia um, to go visit some people. And I pulled up his podcast. And I'm watching this thing. And it was the most inspirational quote you've ever heard come out of Theo Von, And it's just like, dude... If I go back to when I was 20, I'd just ask her out. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, whether it's a job, a new city, or an actual person, just go ask her out, dude. And I'm
1: like, that is that is what I want to hear, dude.
2: I want to run through a brick wall and just go do everything without caring about anybody's opinion. <laughs> just go awesome. ask her out. Yeah. I love it. Just go for it. That's crazy. crazy.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I mentioned that. You know, Theo's <laughs> yeah. like one of my favorite yeah. like comedians, Same
1: here, dude. dude. And the fact that you've met him too is even cooler. Crazier. But like
2: it was totally coincidence, but I'm thankful for it because I had a blast. At that show?
0: Freaking missed him. He came down here on tour on a stand-up tour in Lakeland. Yeah, I missed him. I was so upset. Oh. So upset.
2: I was in Nashville. I missed that too, but I did see he was coming, and I was disappointed about that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about your uh, your
1: music that you put out, man. Um yeah. What's uh, you know, what's your favorite song that you've put out so far?
2: Um, my favorite song that I've put out so far. I've tried to level up with each. Each thing that I did, the songs that I wrote, like "Take Me Back" and um, a couple other songs that I wrote when I was here that I put out, you know, they were they were very good for a seventeen year old kid, you know, that really didn't know what he was doing. But at the same time, like you get up to Nashville and you meet all these people that are so talented and can help you write the best songs that you feel like you can do. Yeah. And so I've tried to level up with each one, but genuinely saying this, like Beer On Out was my favorite that I put out, the most recent one, because it's it's literally just a song about having fun. And, like, if you – if I look at it as, like, it makes me want to drink a beer, so it's going to make other people want to drink yeah. a beer. And I'm going to have – I, I want to celebrate everything every day and, like <laughs> – I'm, I'm just a beer drinking dude like everybody else. I, I came from Polk County, it. dude. Yeah. It's like, you got to do it. You got to do it.
1: Yeah, I remember whenever uh, you post the TikTok, and uh, if y'all haven't seen it, whenever he first released, like, hey, this song's coming out in this state or whatever, and uh, he posts this TikTok where he sits down in one of these zero-gravity chairs, kickbacks, and cracks <laughs> open a cold <laughs> beer, and I just started laughing whenever you mentioned that because, you uh,
2: you want to talk about the comments a little bit? Yeah, what, what oh, were those comments god. like? <laughs> it was, it was one of those things where I was so like excited to just like post something about the song, and it started blowing up. And you've you've experienced this where it's yeah. like TikTok is just like, oh my god! You refresh it, and everything's just flooding in. And I look at the comments, and it's literally about a bird in the sky that was just like <laughs> chilling back there and they're like oh my god that's a paid actor and i'm like no it's not but then everybody was like where, where can i get one of those chairs i'm like dude my roommate's grandma gave this. It's like, <laughs> I have no, no idea. idea. So I was like, yeah, dude, just go get it from Home Depot. <laughs> it's
1: funny because I literally have like the same chair in my like back patio. <laughs> They're it's great. Just, yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> comfortable. Drink beer in. And so oh, uh, yeah. when, I, when I saw the video, I was like, dang, I relate to that. I was like, you know, just kick back in your zero gravity <laughs> chair after work. Crack open a cold one. Like, <laughs> It's crazy, I love it. dude. Now.
0: Speaking of, you know, your songs, is that your most like popular I guess listened to or
2: at the at the stage that it's at now with like how long it's been out? Yes. Okay. Um it's it's really cool cuz you can like as soon as a song comes out, you can read like how in real time yeah. how many streams it's getting. Damn, like that's crazy. In the second that it came out. So I was down in Texas watching Florida kick uh, Texas A&M's tail. Go Gators. You know? So I'm down there doing that and I was at the bar when the song came out and I'm just watching it and I'm like, oh whoa, this is a lot mm. different than anything else I've seen. So I was very very thankful for that, but yeah man like it, it has definitely surpassed uh, goals that I have set.
0: Gosh, I couldn't imagine. I mean, we don't get like live analytics like that with our podcast stuff. I wish mm-hmm. we did. I mean, we do on YouTube but like on our spotify numbers and stuff we don't get that we get like 24 hour yeah. refreshments like kind of, yeah it's it's kind of a drag but spotify yeah. come on yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's I, I don't know i feel like i would be sitting there like all day just like like why like you it's know saying? like yeah. I, I think i feel like addicted to it it was I like know. a
1: Well, I can relate to it a little bit on one of my videos. It ended up getting, I think it was like 4.4 million uh, views. And uh, I was sitting uh, with Brian at dinner one night. Yes, you were. And, uh, and, you know, I posted this video at work like right after I got off work, like about 5.30, and Brian and I were sitting at dinner, and I was like, uh my Apple Watch just started going like bing 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 bing. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? I was like, why is this thing like keep going off? And I keep looking down, it was like someone followed you. I keep looking down, someone followed and it didn't like register that I just posted TikTok. And uh oh. and, I, and like and, you know, because before then I've I had like I think my f- highest viewing was like sixteen thousand views. Um
2: still and so not bad? Yeah, still not bad. Sixteen 16- 1000 4.4 4 million dollars. it's a big
1: oh. deal. start now it's start now and yeah. so uh and so like my apple watch starts going crazy so i finally look at my phone and i pull up tiktok and it shows it was like 24,000 views it was like damn and i refresh it and then all of a sudden it was like 50,000 views and i was like in a matter of a second i look at brian i'm like bro i'm going viral right just now. like that <laughs> yeah. just like that
0: not even like it was
1: just like He's <laughs> so
0: viral right now yeah. like.
1: and then it uh it went from like I posted a video at 530 we got uh we got done with dinner and I got back home and by that night like before I went to bed I hit a million and uh, and it was like it's crazy how nowadays like social media will just blow up like you yeah. post one video that's like Insane. out there that might hit a trend and all of a sudden it's like boom it's a like, gaslight yeah to it. tiktok it's crazy. has been
2: tiktok is like this age is vine yeah and yeah. so watching these people just like explode on tiktok and don't get me wrong i've had some success on tiktok i'm thankful for it but at the same yeah. time you see these videos where it's just like the most random like a pipe will bust or something yeah at, at like a I don't know, a water line or something will bust. Yeah. And it's just like dirt coming out of a pipe, and then the water rushes out, and people lose their minds. It's got like
0: five billion views. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What do you even mean? Yeah. I get that. I've seen videos like that all the time, and it just... Like, irks me. Like, I'm trying to figure out this algorithm, but I just can't.
1: People love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. This dang algorithm Algorithm. drives me nuts. I can't even say the word. (laughs) (laughs) It's because I will look at stuff, and I will post things, and I'll, like, you know, I have a couple thousand views on it, and then I'll have, like, my like-to-view ratio is, like, at, you know, 45%, which is, like, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you're at 45%, and then I'm like, okay, I should be getting more views. And all of a sudden, it's like, I don't. I'm not getting any views. I get a bunch of likes, but it's like, what? You know, where? Where? What do we got? Yeah, <laughs> it's so what do frustrating. We got here? Yeah, <laughs> but you,
0: you know, with all the social media and stuff, companies have started to reach out to people. You know, my partner here has got his first little kickback from TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, I've gotten a little, I guess, ambassador deal with a brand from up north. It's kind of cool.
1: Um, Thank you. do you
0: have? Do you have Anybody reached out to you like sponsorship wise and
1: you know, giving you Yeah, I know you wear nothing fancy a ton.
2: Yeah, I I do wear nothing fancy a ton. Um I have to get one of those hats. They're they're sick. Yeah. They are dope and it's I I love the company. And um the real reason why I wear nothing fancy so much is because my head is just (laughs) massive. (laughs) Big old melon head. I've got a noggin on me. So I'm like, man. All these, all these hats, that like the dad hats that people wear nowadays. Like you see all the college kids, they wear these like dad hats. And they just don't fit on my head. So I was like, let me find something that's like a five-gallon bucket that'll fit <laughs> on my head <laughs> and nothing fancy. Uh, they sealed the deal on yeah, that they one. they did. I like that hat. But um, some of the – like Bush Light has sent me some stuff, and you are always welcome to send me <sighs> stuff, Bush Light. That's um, a dream of mine, dude. But I love I, – I drink. I've drank Bushlight religiously for as long as I've been legal. Um,
0: Who's that sound? Oh, I'm sorry, partner. Who's that sound like?
1: It sounds
2: like you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's all yes. I drink, dude. Like. My boy.
1: <laughs> He's Fort me, dude. I'm or, uh, Polk County. I'm
0: wishing on the day that Bud, art L- Bud Light. Wow, hey. Bushlight reaches out and it's like, you know what? Here's your years of being a great consumer. Here's your free t shirt or something
2: like <laughs> Well buddy, let me tell you something, okay? We we are we are religious drinkers yes. to bushlight, right? Yeah. Alan Jackson here made one TikTok on a tractor, and he thinks he needs to drink Coors Light. <laughs> but he switched uh, to the Bush. There's a reason why he's got his beverage over here with the label <laughs> facing back towards the
0: That's wall. That's a Bush Light logo. This is not a
2: silver bullet. <laughs> this is not a silver
1: bullet. Uh, oh, um, man. So you got now, Bush Light, nothing now, I'm fancy? A, I'm a Coors guy, okay? Yeah, yeah you well, are. Let's rewind. It's okay. okay yeah. It's okay. I, it's yeah, okay. yeah. But have you ever had the Coors Banquets? The, the Yellow Jackets.
2: I have, and I will say they're good. They
3: are
1: good. They're premium beer, man. You're they're telling me beer. you're going to take a bush light over a Coors
2: banquet? Absolutely. Me too. Every day of the week.
1: Yep, two to one.
2: <laughs> Buddy, I would finally. take. You could. I hate this that I'm ganged up on a bush light. Finally, it's <laughs> always reversed. It is literally named the Lord's Nectar. Yes. For good reasons.
1: Nectar of the
0: cops, baby. I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that's a knockoff from Natural Light. I've always heard it was uh, Nature's
2: Nectar for Natural Light. When have you seen a Natty Light past like your sophomore year of high school? <laughs> Funny, because all the Fort Mead people where Brian's from drink Natural Light. <laughs> they, they do, and they love
0: it. Oh I mean, God. I've been a bush guy since I cracked my first one.
2: Back when I was seven years old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah,
2: bush light – Um Nothing fancy. It's not a brand deal or anything. I just have a huge head. Um, <laughs> Expedition Archery. Uh, they uh, were nice enough to get me in a new bow, and I shot the uh, biggest deer of my life with it this past Dang, year. That's awesome. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Little uh, fourteen point Tennessee whitetail. <laughs> um, and yeah, it may, it got me in the uh, Pope and Young book, so I was all like jittery about that, but. <laughs> Yeah, they they've been great to me. It's just like hometown. It feels like they're hometown folks that are just like real, and that's that's what I go for in stuff like that. Because if I'm not like if I don't believe in what they're doing, then I'm not gonna rep their stuff. And if they don't believe in what I'm doing, I don't want them to put their name on it either. Honestly, so it's all about real people and real companies and real products to me. Like what I would use. That's kind of what
0: Brock remember way back in episode four we were yeah. talking about nil deals with brock hutchinson that's oh, another yeah. guy he, uh, that we went to high
1: school, school with. <laughs> he, was, uh, he
0: was talking about like you know i haven't settled on my nil deal like i've been given the opportunities he's like no offense to crystals like crystal burger he's like <laughs> he had an offer from Chris yeah here. i'm not gonna go eat ciders every day is what he said he's like but i get it like you're gonna you know you got to wait for a brand that represents you just like yeah. you want to represent it
2: right absolutely dude and personally like there's nothing wrong with going and getting a 24 count of sliders but <laughs> <laughs> at the same time I don't want to have to post it on Instagram that right? is very yeah. true me?
1: especially because you know Brock was he's a big fitness guy and mm-hmm. so he's always talking about fitness and you know he wants a gym membership You know, deal and uh, for him to sign with Crystal Burger goes deliberately against that. I think (laughs)
2: that's going against the groove, (laughs) pretty ironic
1: there. But, uh, you know, you mentioned killing the biggest of your life, man. How do you manage, you know, doing your hobby of hunting along with being a singer songwriter in Nashville? Yeah,
2: well, it's, I mean, I guess. If you get if you get to write earlier because I said earlier we like write at eleven nowadays and I also said that I would love to write earlier, so in the fall I try to write earlier as much as I can um, to get in the woods. But at the same time, after like two year two and a half years of living in Nashville, I still have a Florida license, so <laughs> that's rough. I had to pay the out of state uh, oh, license man. fee this year, and uh, that put a damper on it, I was like, man, I don't know if I want to buy it. So I missed the first, like, month of deer season. So can
1: you get a whole season license, or is it, like, a three-day kind of deal because you're technically
2: out of state? You can get a season license. Oh, Oh, that's cool. So I went ahead and bought the season license, even though I didn't get to hunt much. I did it anyways, Um, and thankfully it paid off. But, like, if if you get out of a right, say, at 1 p.m., if you ride at nine, it, you should be definitely done by one p.m. Um, then it's not that hard to get into the woods and like go sit for a couple hours. All right. But at the same time, um, there's also days where you don't you don't know if you're it's going to run over or not. So I only got to hunt like 15 days out of this whole year, yeah. and I I genuinely love it. I grew up hunting in North Carolina because my family has a farm out there. So we uh, we always used to go up there, and I had killed some decent deer i guess but yeah. nothing like i killed a buck in illinois as well in 2017 it was a nine point but when this deer came out i was like oh my god dude it's it was just massive get that shaking feeling oh yeah especially with uh, a bow yeah but yeah i mean managing time isn't that hard up there it's just like you kind of just have to take it as it comes and take it as it goes like right. if you're if you get to go out and do it go enjoy it but if you don't get to don't I mean, it don't really matter. Don't get too hung up on it, you know. I
0: was going to ask you that. Like, you know, Nashville's pretty populated. Like, oh, how, yeah. I mean, when you go hunt, like, how many how many minutes you traveling outside of Nashville? I mean, it might be hours.
2: Yeah, is it public land, or do you have access to some private? So, I killed this last year on private land. I'm not going to give specifics. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that's killed. fair. That's fair. But... Uh, that's a typical outdoorsman. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can't give away your honey (laughs) hole. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I do, uh, I do want to get into public land hunting more. I watch a bunch of guys on YouTube that public land hunt and I think it's super dope. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm not the guy that's going to be like, oh, you got to kill deer on public land to be a real hunter or all this stuff. Like if you grow deer on a property and you want to shoot them, go shoot them. Like, who cares, dude? They're not your pets. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> it can be if you want it to be but seriously but the i mean I, it's not far from town for okay. sure like you don't have to get too far out i have friends that hunt an hour and a half away from town that live in town really? so some people want to do that and i also know guys that drive 15 minutes from their house and that's uh, my kind of hunting walk two miles back in the woods so yeah. there's a there's guys that do it all, but I, I stick pretty close to home when okay. I'm doing it. I don't want to drive two hours every day.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how it is around Polk County, man. Fifteen minutes anywhere in any direction, you can find some hunting land somewhere. And <laughs> like, you can also
2: hear a gunshot because everybody around here is shooting something.
1: Grady. Yeah, we were, we were recording our last episode, and I kept hearing something out there. I, I'm pretty sure somebody was shooting, shooting in our probably. last episode, and I was probably. like, what, the,
2: what is this? <laughs> <Polk> <laughs> Nothing would surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially out in the orange groves. I know it. I know it.
0: All right, well, you know, we do this kind of segment to uh, notify our guests, signify our guests that we're wrapping kind of things up. We get to ask snap questions to all of our guests, man. Uh, it kind of gives us a look at your, you know, I guess, outside of music or talk, you know, a look yeah. at the true McCoy. Um, this first question we ask, we ask all of our guests, and it's been giving us some really cool answers. Um So, if you could go to dinner with three people, dead or alive throughout the history of time, who would they be and why? Hmm.
2: So, my... I definitely would, like, want to talk to people that I feel like didn't get enough time down here, you know? Okay. So, Keith Whitley is somebody that I've looked up to for a long time, just, like, music-wise. I listen to his stuff still all the time. But uh, I would love to have a conversation with him. Just uh, see why, you know, why why it had to end like that and um, try to avoid that kind of stuff, you know, have a real conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Willie Nelson would be another one, just because I think it would be hilarious. (laughs) And that man could probably tell me some stuff that I probably would never hear from anybody else. Yeah. So that would be cool. Um, And also, like, nowadays these – with how we were talking about social media, like guys like Bailey Zimmerman and stuff that you just, you literally, um, I guess they're just thrown into the fire of fame. Really? Like it's, how do you, how do you deal with that in a way? That's what I would want to talk to him about too. It's like you get, if I could have dinner with three people, it'd probably be those three. And also Morgan Wallen, because it's like, man, I mean, yeah. His life is, like, <laughs> probably insane. Yeah, yeah. Ba-
1: dude. Bailey Zimmerman, that man literally went off in, like, two weeks. Oh, like, that. he goes from zero, like, you know, decent TikTok to all of a sudden, boom. I'm pretty sure he has two or three songs in a top ten chart right now. Could you imagine? And it's That's like, crazy. he's just a TikTok guy. And, like, I mean, he makes great music, but it's, like, it's insane. Like, your, your life can change that quickly.
2: Absolutely. Just a pretty- bought a Corvette, all that yeah. stuff, too. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's doing great, and I, I love to see it for him.
1: And he's he went on tour with uh, Morgan Wallen, right? He's, he's going, going on, to yeah. Tour. yeah, he's going on tour with him. That's a, uh, that's a three guys that he would he'd be really yeah. good to learn from: Ernest, Morgan Wallen, and Hardy.
2: It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good one for him for yeah. sure, that's and he's awesome. gonna have a blast because those guys are gonna be like big brothers to him, probably. Oh yeah, hundred percent for sure. That's a, that's a good three. Oh, uh, yeah. Three
1: slash four.
0: <laughs> uh, that's, they're, they're unique. We haven't had those yet. Yeah, I
1: you know. No. We, uh, cool. we, sticked, uh, we stuck to a lot of uh, country music on that one. I was yeah, surprised. we did. I liked it. Uh, you're surprised? <laughs> that's, <a>
3: cool, <laughs> that's right. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes and no. Um, which brings me to my next, uh, my next question. Um, if you could... Uh, shit. We're going to edit that out. Okay. Yeah.
2: We got a few things to edit out probably. Yeah.
1: Complete, completely blanked on it. What was my question? What is your, or, oh, who's your favorite uh, artist? Okay, here we go. One, two, three, clap. So, which brings me to my next question: Who is your favorite artist? I know you like a couple different genres.
2: Yeah, I'm. I've got my horizons have broadened in the last (laughs) couple of years, Um, just because like when you listen to when you listen to a certain type of music all the time, a certain genre, it's like. I want to hear something different, you know. Um, But to be honest with you, my favorite artist right now that I listen to the most is Morgan Wallen. Okay. But if you want to talk about, like, all-time stuff, real I mean, getting down to, like, what I listened to from the time I was knee-high to a grasshopper in the front seat of a truck (laughs) to uh, now, it would be probably Kenny Chesney and – Say Brooks and Dunn or Alan nice. Jackson. I nice. Those guys. Um, have you ever seen Kenny Chesney in concert? So I've seen Kenny like three times. He was my first show, Flip Flop Summer Tour, <laughs> 2007. <laughs> nice. I, I love was it. still picking my boogers and doing all sorts of stuff in the lawn because <laughs> I was six years old. Yeah, the Florida Amphitheater. <laughs> but I was there. Um,. <laughs> And then I saw him at Tortuga on the beach a couple years ago. And it was just the best. I mean, you're watching the sun go, like, going down. And Kenny's over there, when the sun Sun goes goes down. (laughs) So I'm, like, enjoying every minute of it, just like, oh, my God, dude, we're on the beach listening to Kenny. But then, um, yeah, I mean, it was just like I saw him a couple of times. I get to see him again in April. Oh, that's um cool. what a at tortuga yeah. again on the beach so that'll be super fun but he's probably my favorite of all time for sure That's awesome. just because i relate i mean growing up you listen to you listen to the old records living in florida oh yeah man, yeah kenny,
0: kenny Chesney's a staple well, yeah
2: like, especially here. and he's from east tennessee yeah. he ain't even from florida,
1: florida. he just yeah. loves virgin <laughs> islands
2: <so. laughs> <laughs> no i i saw
1: him uh i saw him in raymond james uh i think in like october oh. slam-pack venue dude of like course. first time i ever seen him guy puts on a absolute show like have you ever seen him i have not i need to the guy the Dad. guy is so fun yeah so fun like i mean it's all your childhood songs you grew up on living yeah. in florida and you're just like, literally just jamming out the whole time what a what a show have you uh have you seen garth brooks what i have not
2: i missed the show at in the swamp i missed that show and i was Aww. very upset about it yeah very I, upset about I it i would be too yeah, yeah, I seen him I, actually that was a show I went to
1: and uh he sung some uh Tom Petty songs and uh dude it was it was I a mean, oh, good yeah. one. Oh, oh yeah gosh. another great entertainer.
2: Felt <laughs> like the end of a third quarter at uh in the swamp, didn't it? Oh yeah. It? Ain't nothing better than that tradition right Falling there, back baby. Now, baby. <laughs> Ain't nothing
0: better. But uh our next question for you, McCoy. What is your dream car, man? kinda of cliche, but it's
2: a good one. So um if you want me to go new with it, like you go however you want to go with it. I'll give you new and old. Though. How about that? All right. So, new. If I was to go pick one up off a lot right now, um, I would probably go get me a two thousand and whatever year it is. <laughs> well, I guess it would be twenty three now. Happy New Year. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so I would go get me a two thousand and twenty three F two fifty. King Ranch, nice, and yeah. just deck that thing out to the nines. The and I was about to is. say put a boat behind it, but you asked what car, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. But uh, if I my my true dream vehicle has always been a seventies model Ford, specifically seventy three to seventy nine. Oh, nice. square body. Yeah, I just love the body it's style of them. But I actually just got one. Nice. surprisingly enough That's awesome. um my great uncle was 96 and he passed away this past year and he left me this old farm truck that was literally just rotting away mm-hmm. in a field up at our farm in north carolina and uh my gr- or my uncle his son took me out there and he was like, "Yeah, um, Uncle JT wanted to leave it to you," and I was like, "Man, <laughs> I, don't even know. I didn't That's even know." How dream to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so now I have one, so I'm like in all of that still, but it'll be cool. Like my uh, my dad passed away when I was really young, so I had to uh, I had a step grandpa, I guess, um, but he's uh, he's popped to me, you yeah. know. Uh, but he raised me and everything, and just showed me how to be a man. And so me and him get to fix that old truck up now and keep it in the family. So it'll be cool. But
0: that's, that's, that's a cool, man. That's cool. That (laughs) That is cool. Yeah.
2: You know, I, uh,
1: I've been car shopping lately and, uh, I was talking to my mom. Um, you know, I've, I've got the old soccer mom car and, you you know, I've, I've had a lot of cool vehicles, but, uh, some certain situations have take those cool vehicles away. (laughs) And, uh, and so, um, Anyway, so I'm telling my mom, you know, you know, I'm I'm looking for a new vehicle. And uh, I tell her, I was like, you know, I really want like an old like CJ7, like Jeep, like antique Jeep, like cruise around town or like, you know, old Ford Bronco. And uh, she's like, Nathan, be realistic. Like, what are you going to do in that? I'm like, I'm going to cruise around town and make TikToks and it look cool. like a badass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do hood rat shit with my
3: friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she was like. She's like, that's not realistic, you know. You're gonna wanna go out of town and this and that, like you're gonna wanna go see McCoy in Nashville or you're gonna wanna go do (laughs) that and that. And she's like, You can't do that in an antique vehicle. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Two weeks later, I come home for Christmas, and uh, there's this old antique CJ5 sitting in the, uh, in the driveway, and I'm oh. thinking, no way. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, so my mom walks outside. She goes, she's like, hey, you like it? And I was like, heck yeah, I like it. Tossed me the keys, and she was like, it's mine. Go take it for a cruise. I said, do what? <laughs> oh my God! She did that on she, purpose. She goes out and buys this antique CJ5, cherry red, 40, forty-four thousand miles on it. It's a nineteen eighty-three. Okay. And I'm like I'm like, "Are oh you my god. Yeah, beauty. Absolute it's, beauty." Yeah. Tosses me the keys. I'm thinking I got a brand new whip for Christmas, okay? No. <laughs> no, nope. <Nope>. she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she did. did. And I'm like, "What a slap in the face." <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm I, I love my mom. She uh she deserves it 100%. She's been she's been grinding she's made her money and she gets to it. We got a good mom.
2: 100%. She got a good one. Oh, she yeah. got a good
0: one. That that Jeep's beautiful too. Oh, like god. Oh my god. Dude, we
2: should just Let's let's steal it one day and go to the beach and <laughs> yeah. like put a surfboard on top. You know, just hey, cruise.
1: you think you can give me some uh, tickets to uh, Tortuga? We'll take the, uh, Cheez- the CJ5 shoot. down there. Try. <laughs> hey, we, can, we can maybe see what we can do there. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, shoot. Mama Smo might be one to hop in with us. <laughs>
0: she might be the one driving it down there. Yeah.
1: You ain't kidding me. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. But-
0: McCoy, we know you're a very busy man. So we got one last snap question for you. Oh. Uh, you know, it's not a lot of money, but you could do some things with it. If somebody were to give you a hundred grand right now, mm. no strings attached, what are you gonna do with it?
2: Um, I mean, at this point in my life, uh I don't need a lot of stuff. Like, there's not a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, I need I have to have it right now, you know. Um Cause with with what I do, it's like you gotta you gotta take things slow. Like life is a yeah. lot like it's a lot faster now. It feels like time goes by so quick. Um, but there's not a lot of things I need. But the one thing that I've been really wanting is to buy my own place, like okay. buy my own like farm, and just have that. So if I could put that, if I had a hundred grand to put towards that as well, um, that would be my main thing. I I love Florida to death and I love coming back here. Like Polk County, Lakeland, <laughs> Kathleen is like it'll always be home and the people here are fantastic. But I know I'm gonna have to be in Nashville for a long time. So I, I do wanna find like a place that I can be there forever. Yeah. And also always come back here and stick to my guns, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, if uh if you need a buddy to come uh, look over your cows, just let me know. Like I, I know a guy. I oh a guy. yeah. <laughs> You'll
2: be the first one that I call.
1: <laughs> be like, "Hey, uh Nate, you know, I got this ranch. I- I'm on the way, McCoy. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> selling my house right now."
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll go we'll go take care of the ranch and then go to Roberts. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Let's go get those Five bologna sandwiches. Bologna sandwich <laughs> oh, I love it. I love uh, it. Well, heck yeah, man.
0: And it's been a great one, dude. Yeah, man. We've much had, fun, boys. We've had an
1: absolute blast. And uh, a special thing that we do on every episode is once we have a guest on, we follow them back on Instagram. So if y'all ever want to check out one of our guests on Instagram, we will be following McCoy. Um, so you will get updates on uh, whenever he's releasing new songs, you know, what Heck venues yeah. he's at, um, you know, cool people he hangs out with. Um, <laughs> so uh, if y'all want to check him out, he'll be on our following list. And uh, yeah. yeah. It's been a great episode. It has.
0: Guys, don't forget, every first and third Fridays of the month starting out, now we have coop nights. Come catch me and Nate live at the coop doing our thing. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun with it. We can't can't wait to see who all comes out. I wish sports.
2: I could be
1: here every uh, first <laughs> and third Friday. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Maybe we can figure out a deal where uh, we put on McCoy have a little yeah. venue, yeah. a little oh. concert, maybe a little pick. Rule one: McCoy
2: concert.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Let's do it. Well, man, we just want to thank you and uh, we appreciate Absolutely. you coming on. And Dude, uh, I know you you're a busy man, but uh, I appreciate you coming on and. Uh, doing all this for well, us thank you guys for having me
0: absolutely keep living fast partner <laughs> i want to try <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's another great episode of the rule yeah. one
1: podcast till next time
2: see y'all later